Hello, everybody. This is the Digest Productions podcast. This is episode 40. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers. As always, joined by my co-host, Kyler Fate. Thank you for being here. Hello. Today, we got special guest, Michael, from the Adding Context podcast. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you being here. So why don't you explain what your podcast is and uh, what you do over there for people who haven't heard it? So our podcast is still in its infancy. We've released uh, two episodes so far. Uh, it's just a long form conversation type of uh, podcast, just trying to give people a platform to allow their words some air to breathe. Uh, mm-hmm. As I say in my welcome uh, episode, it, yeah. sound bites and, and things like that, it, we're just in this very miscontextualized time. Yeah. So I just want to give people uh, you know, a chance to kind of elaborate on their thoughts a little more and apply the context or add the context to what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was listening to it earlier and I know you, like you'd mentioned what the, the sound bites and like video clips are just, you see that constantly nowadays where it's like, they'll take like literally like a second or a second and a half sound bite or video clip and slap it in somewhere where it's completely taken out of context. There's no other way to interpret it because of the, like the way you're editing it and placing it. Right. And it, yeah. One of the, uh, AC- our first guest uh, was a journalism professor and we were talking about how the media really, it's all about propaganda pushing for, you know, either side of the political spectrum you're on. So it's, mm-hmm. that was really the genesis of it is giving people a chance to, to really put things into the context that it was meant to be in, as opposed to, like you said, the, the one or two second soundbite that, it's usually misconceptualized. Mm-hmm. I was actually doing a thing. I found it on Twitter earlier this evening where it's a little quiz where they give you eight like Twitter and Instagram, Facebook profiles, like social media profiles. And uh, one at a time you go through and like, it'll show you like their profile and then like, I don't know, seven or eight of their posts. And it'll ask you if it's a legit account or, a tr- or like a, a bot account. And it's, it's, very hard to tell a lot of the times. Well, the and AI has come a long way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But like stuff like that, like you see it constantly. And a lot of them are hard to tell. Yeah. Like you were saying, it's come a long way. Yeah. It's hard to, I think I got like six out of eight or something. Maybe like that. But yeah, it's, I don't know. If people, and then people buy into it too. I know like, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on her show or not. Like my girlfriend's mom saw something on Facebook where, she saw like, oh, I saw on Facebook. I don't know who it was that posted. I didn't recognize the name, but the hospitals are paying $3,000 if they can list your cause of death as coronavirus. And it's like, I don't think hospitals are just handing out cash for, yeah, for the, help uh, people you died of coronavirus. Part of that, I'm just a very disgruntled person with the, the state of the country in a number of mm-hmm. ways. And the amount of misinformation and disinformation that's out there and mm-hmm. And the gullibility of people is is pretty uh pretty astounding. Yeah, I mean, even in like a non political way too. Like you see, like all these like phone scams that they get oh, yeah. older people with. Uh, and I would... some of them are just baffling. <laughs> like I, I don't like at least, and I I understand why they might fall for it. But like from my perspective, like I can't imagine why you'd fall for it. You know, it's like oh, you need to send the IRS iTunes gift cards. Like that doesn't even make sense. It's but then funny. you have people pay for it. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, one, I have two quick stories about that. One, recently, um, I, my wife and I were looking at buying a Jeep 
found one on the Facebook marketplace. So mm-hmm. I send the email I'm like, Oh, you have to email this person. So I email them like, uh, sure. It's on list on eBay. And, but we only accept payment through eBay gift cards. And I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. him. Yeah. And then, uh, in a former life, I was a police officer. So I, I dealt oh, with nice. dealing with scams and things like that. So mm-hmm. the one big scam that they were catching a lot of the elderly with is a young person will call and say, grandma, grandpa, I'm arrested in Mexico and send me a thousand dollars. So. Yeah. Even though like my grandparents never fell for them necessarily, like the one they got was like, uh, like someone would call and be like, Hey, I'm in the hospital. Like I got in a car accident or something. I need you to, to come help me out. And it's like, they'd, they'd be like, oh, okay, hold on one second. And they'd hang up and then they'd actually call me <laughs> just to check. Like it's, it's, they figured it was a scam, but they still called me to, just to make sure. I think right. just because it concerns them that, you know, just because they get a phone call like that, it's like, all right, well, let's double check just to make sure he actually is okay. Yeah. But yeah, they, they don't fall for like the, like I said, like the ones where you have to send money and stuff like that. I love the so new ones. The big one going around now is the whole thing about your social security number is, uh, on a list and there's a violation oh, yeah. and they're going to suspend your social security <laughs> number. It's like, um, yeah. sure, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. Um, Kyle, what have you ever fallen for a scam? Not necessarily that you lost money, but have you ever fallen for any sort of scam mm. other than friendship? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <clears throat> no, I, no, as soon as I hear something fishy, I was just like, nah, fuck this. I'm done. Hang up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mike, have you ever had anything close happen? Any close uh, calls or anything? Like I said, the biggest one is was the recent thing with this whole you know, oh, true, yeah, looking yeah. at, and like you, like uh, your co-host just said, it's you hear mm-hmm. something, it's like the red flags go up, and it's, mm, I'll pass by. Yeah. My extended yeah. car's warranty. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I so I got, I don't know how many calls and emails and things in the mail saying, Hey, you know, we want to, if you turn in your Pontiac, we'll, you know, we'll rebate you this amount. And then you can put that towards a new car. It's like, I've never owned a Pontiac. Where are you getting this from? <laughs> Do people even drive those fucking things? I actually don't. I have not seen Mom Pontiac had one time, a long sure Pontiac exists anymore. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it just fell into the GM brand. Oh, uh, you might be right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, the close, this isn't actually a scam because it is legit is for our poster. We're having a poster done for our podcast and I have the guy designing it and he asked for the money up front and I was like, sure. And so I was like, well, this is sketchy a little bit. Normally it's in half. Yeah. Um, but I do know that PayPal will take a, they'll take the chunk out of it if I pay it twice. Like I'll, it'll cost me more if I do it that way. I was like, sure, I'll pay it all up front. Um, and I told him, I, I'm like, hey, I paid it. We're good to go. He's like, all right, sounds good. I didn't actually pay it, though. I didn't want to pay him until I had something concrete that he was actually doing this. Right. And, and uh, so he sent a sketch over of it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Because um, I know he had said, too, he's like, can you go in and mark it as like uh, accepted or like the job is complete? Like, I forget how what the phrasing is for it in PayPal. Um, but I was like, yeah, no, 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 not a problem. I could definitely do that. Um, but once I've, I've started getting like different, like, uh, copies of like the liner and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, I know he's actually working on it. Cause no scammer would go through all of this effort, put <laughs> this much time in to make a customized poster for us. 
Yeah, really. And then not finish the last like 30% of the job. Yeah, that's some legitimacy to it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like stuff like that. The same thing. I had another artist work on a, a poster for a map I made. And it was the same sort of thing. It was only, it was like not much money. At least it was only like 50 bucks total, I think. Um, now I didn't feel as bad. I just paid him up front. But even then, it's like I, anything involving money or me having to like provide any information or anything, it's like, Give me any reason to believe you at all, and I'll be happy to comply. But like most of these things have like no legitimacy to them at all. Like it does, a lot of them don't even make sense. Like I said, yeah. like sending gift cards to the IRS, like in what world does that even add up? Why would you even want to? <laughs> yeah. You take enough money. I think, I think a lot of it is just like the fear factor of it. It's like, oh my God, like the IRS is after me. If I don't do this, I'm going to be in huge trouble. Like I won't be able to take care of myself or like my kids or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the level of skepticism but, in that this current time that we're in is just obnoxiously high. Hmm. And rightfully so for a lot of things. Yeah. People suck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Humans are terrible. <laughs> nah. No, everybody's great. Ever. <laughs> we're all great people. Nothing Everyone is wrong. Is, I couldn't even country. think of a bad person that's ever existed, honestly. <laughs> says someone who's not opened their eyes or seen anything ever it's true i'm blind deaf and mute this is all a ruse <laughs> you're in the matrix i have absolutely i wish no i wasn't the sense matrix. of anything yeah then i could do kung fu yeah true. then i can learn stuff just by typing stuff on a computer <laughs> i'll take that jack back in the head <laughs> Oh man. So, uh, so Mike, what made you decide to like make your podcast? I know you mentioned you were, you kind of got frustrated with the, uh, uh, things being taken out of context and stuff like that. Like, was there a reason you decided, Oh, I should make a podcast letting people speak their mind. Uh, part of it is, I guess, um, a little on the selfish end of things. I, I just enjoy mm. talking to people and I mm. figure if I at least use the excuse that I want to talk to some people that I probably never have an opportunity to talk to, like a few of my guests that I've been fortunate enough to get. Yeah. Um, it, it just allowed me another avenue to, to enhance my ability to talk to people that, like I said, I probably have no right or reason to talk to or anything like that. So yeah. I'm a big fan of, you know, some of the bigger name podcasts and the dynamic of just chill conversation and engaging mm -hmm. with people and, and just learning about them. I, I'm, a student of, of life. I, I have this thirst for learning and, and talking and engaging with people. Um, and it just gave me another avenue to do that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I like just chatting with people. Um, I guessed it on a couple of different podcasts and uh, it's just fun, especially when you guess you don't have to do any work. Yeah. <laughs> you just get to show up it's so much better. Um, oh, fun story too. So yesterday, Earlier in the day, I did a Skype call with a potential guest and he and I were talking about like going on shows and like people not like he I forget how it got brought up, but he mentioned like, yeah, I went on this guy's show and we chatted for like three hours. And then, uh, you know, I never saw the episode go live. So I don't know what happened. And I was like, I was in a similar situation where I talked for like three hours and, you know, it was just really weird. And he's like, yeah, it's like I, I reached out to him. And I was like, what's his name? And we looked it up, literally the exact same guy. Oh, we Jesus. both talked to the exact same guy, each of us for like three hours, and he never posted a podcast. And it's like, is that like a weird like fetish thing? Like, is he just hoarding that to himself? Like, oh, yeah, I like listening to people talk. 
just gonna <laughs> keep it to myself a, everything's serious mm, that's kind of weird i don't know it's just weird he just never posted them we're just like it was hilarious i'm like of course you also got roped into doing a, a fake podcast with the exact same person it's hilarious yeah everybody's uh, got their own kink yeah maybe <laughs> there's some fucking uh, weird ones out there i tell you what oh, yeah, i used to work in a warehouse and i can validate that statement so <laughs> oh man but yeah we uh yeah it's i think especially now like this year with everyone being locked in their houses uh there, you've seen you've seen podcasts you know shoot up a lot there's a lot of different people doing that and a lot of them, especially if you go on Reddit and you look at like the podcast guest exchange, you see a lot of them where it's like, I'm just looking to talk to anybody about anything, which is good. You know, it's cool to talk to people, um, which is, you know, it's kind of what we do. We reach out to people to do that. Yeah. We're happy to have anyone on. Um, we try and keep it like a, we try and have like stuff to talk about at least though, too. Clearly um, you have me on, so you're willing to talk to literally anybody. So hey, you never know <laughs> the the potential guests we have coming up. I don't. I can't imagine what a shit show it's going to be, but I'm really excited for it if it happens. <laughs> Sometimes shit shows can be fun. Oh, it'll be fun for at least yeah, me and probably the guest. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time it's a shit show, I always get the short end of the stick, no matter oh, what. Yeah. It is. It's uh It's not even that we'd be scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's literally we took the bottom of the barrel off, and we're now digging in the dirt. Yeah. And that's going to be our guest. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be great. I'm really excited for it. That sounds the only thing I'm proud of is that you showed up. This is true. We had uh so Tuesday, so we've been recording a ton lately. Tuesday, we were gonna have a guest. I messaged him six or seven times on Reddit, emailed him a couple times, reached out on Facebook to him, never got a response back or anything, didn't hear from him, still haven't heard back from him. <laughs> uh so that episode went nowhere. And then yesterday, to be to this guy's credit, oh yeah, uh I'll messaged me in the morning saying he had a family issue come up, he was out of town. And uh, so he wouldn't be able to, he might not be able to record, but he'd let me know later. And then he messaged me a little bit later on saying, yeah, I can't record. I'm sorry. We'll reschedule in a couple of days. I'll, I'll reach back out. So two nights in a row, we weren't able to, to record, but at least one of them was our reasonable approach and let me know in advance. Yeah. Um, but courtesy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. You don't ghost somebody for three days. Uh, Ton deck calling him out. <laughs> Like he'll ever uh, listen. No, he won't. He won't hear. It. He can't show up at the podcast. Think he's gonna listen to it? <laughs> this is very Especially true. An episode that he's not on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he just got really high and thought he recorded it, <laughs> and now he's looking for the episode. He's like, "Where's the episode I was in?" Mushrooms. That's what I should do. We <laughs> we should record an episode where it's just the, just us, Kyle, and uh, put with with special guest on deck, and then he's just not on it. <laughs> We also contemplated bringing a like a random person on, just pretending to be him, but be a complete piece of shit. But I thought that was too far. <laughs> no, no, that, it, sounds, that yeah. sounds like epic funness to it. <laughs> now that I think about it, we should have done it. I was tempted. There, I I have somebody on standby in that sort of a situation where they said like, "Oh, if you need somebody to like last minute, let me know. I'll do my best to fill in." I was like, "Perfect." <laughs> <laughs> so next time this this happens, we'll we'll do that. Hopefully it never happens again. I I hate waiting. I know I made you guys wait, but that was like, what, 10 minutes? It wasn't too bad. We were getting a couple of things sorted out here. But it's all good. At least you showed up. That's the good thing. Yeah, very true. Otherwise, I would have uh, I would have done what we've had to do before. Not in, not in the same context, but we've had to edit your audio in, in post. Oh, so yeah. So you lost some of it. 
I would have just taken your audio from a different episode, completely out of context, like we were talking about. Take it from like just, the second episode. Yeah, and just throw it in here. It won't make any sense at all. <laughs> Anytime I talk, it, like, not even remotely close to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> talk about Kyle, have you ever for a scam? Dude, I hate this mechanic in Call of Duty. It's so annoying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what uh, but, that has to do with it, but sure, we'll go yeah. with it. Cool. It's good feedback on Call of Duty. Uh, are you? I guess he's referring to Call of Duty being a scam. It's very... It'll be just like our throwaway. Bush way of explaining it. Oh, what do, yeah. you, what do you think about this? Oh, fuck. Where'd you put the dirt? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we did that. So we uh, we did, we were doing four like test recordings before we released the podcast for, uh, in reality. And uh, those four podcasts were such a mess. Because they wanted to do like they were going to play Minecraft in the background, so we, so that's what we did. They were like, oh, we'll kind of keep our attention drawn to this, so we can keep the conversation going. And in reality, it was me asking questions and them talking about the game, and me <laughs> having to cut the like hour long podcast down like fifteen minutes of actual podcast content. <laughs> and then I think right about the same time was when we recorded all that Minecraft content, right? Yeah, I think it was like right at the same time. But this Which is when like, you still had a full-time job in the process, too. So. Yeah. We uh we recorded 17 hours of Minecraft content. Oh, Jesus. And there were three of us. So that's it was like, I think it amounted to like maybe 35 hours because they didn't have the full amount like recorded like I did. And I just remember sitting there in my room uh, back before I moved to the apartment I'm now. I was just sitting in my room with my head in my hands just like, I can't do it. It's too much. <laughs> It's just too much editing, especially in that game, too, because there's so much you can cut. There's so much downtime where it's just maybe you're in the ground digging dirt. It's like there's nothing to see here. There's no conversation happening. <laughs> it was a disaster. That pocking noise when you dig just it, it just bar- yeah. my eardrums. <laughs> we, we actually had a, a thing we were going to do because I have a tendency to just go down into a mine and strip mine. So I'm just digging in a straight line the whole fuck time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what we're going to do is we're going to like cut to hours it. of that. And just cut to it, crickets, and you got Josh. Then you go back to Josh doing yeah. some wild like adventure. The Ender Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. Just it's just him mining, dragon. and I'm off like fighting against like an army of skeletons or something. I'm like, Jesus Christ, they're everywhere! Hell, <laughs> no. we got a man down! Oh my God, his legs are off! It's like <laughs> most intense battle ever. It's just him down there mining. Ooh, iron. <laughs> Ooh, lapis! Wow, <laughs> need those for enchantments. <sighs> Yeah, I I actually edited probably like eight or nine hours of that, but just never got around to cutting it and uploading it. Like I cut it down. I I literally I um I put all of them up on a multi-screen editor so I can see every screen at the same time. And I I I think I cut like the first eight hours of it down to like I don't know four or five hours maybe. So I still would have had to edit it into parts. But I got to that point and I was like I I just can't. I, I don't have the time, nor do I really want to edit this at this point. <laughs> it took me so long that it wasn't relevant. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, like I said, lately, like with all the the podcast episodes we've been doing, we have uh, five episodes that I've been editing between Tuesday and today. So I'm just sitting here like, especially when I edit, for the most part, our audio is pretty good, so I don't have to edit a whole lot. So I'll just, I'll throw it on and I'll play a game, but I'll be listening to the, the podcast. So I'll have a game on playing that while i listen and then if something needs edited i'll pause the game come back over and, and fix it the editing real quick i but wouldn't be able to do that i tell you what that's too much for me it, <laughs> it's 
it wouldn't be so bad if I didn't already know everything that was happening. Like if, if I had to edit somebody else's podcast, it'd be way better because I'd be like, oh man, this is all new information as opposed to, oh man, recorded this last night. I know every word we're going to say. Awesome. <laughs> it's, it's the equivalent of me. It's the equivalent of us recording this right now and then me listening to it right afterwards. It's just, it's like, I, you know, honestly, I don't want to hear my voice that much in such close proximity to me saying it. Give it some time to breathe. Yeah. 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 Um, but the, like I said, the, the pro to doing this is we're going to have a lot of them bottled up and we'll be able to release them. It'll save me some time later on. We did this because of my work. And, yeah, and then, which got pushed back, I guess. Yeah, it got pushed back till either like December or like next <laughs> year. Yeah, Cause, cause <laughs> so, he's, he's going to work 14 hours a day, seven days a week for like, what, two months straight or something, you said? Probably longer. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I was like, all right, we got to knock these out. I've been scheduling like crazy. And then it's like got pushed back. I'm like, ah, shit. Well, now I'm exhausted for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it gives you that little break, though. You can focus on your streaming and stuff. So, I mean, it's it's true. This is true. It is a big help there. And you can do whatever you needed to do with family. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly your girlfriend is what I was really. Yeah, at. no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what's like the biggest obstacle you faced getting your podcast started? Like, have you had anything, any like struggles getting it set up or reaching out to people? Uh, it was a little trial and error with equipment and the mixer and the mic mm-hmm. we had. The first few episodes, we were having issues with getting levels right. So we're, mm-hmm. our goal is to put out good content, both mm-hmm. you know the sound, have a good good quality yeah. sound, but also have good content itself. Um, so I, the biggest problem was you know navigating which equipment we're using. We've made some upgrades over the last uh, two episodes recorded, so we anticipate nice. things getting better. And, you know, the other big thing is, you know, using Zencaster or Capture or what mm-hmm. uh, podcatcher we were using to or platform we were going to use to put it out. Um, yeah. you know, it was kind of like the, the technical end of things. And now it's just a matter of getting it out and getting listened to and getting listeners. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you use to record? Like what equipment do you have? Like microphone mixer? Uh, so we started out with, um, very simple. It was like a $40 mic and a Behringer mixer. I think it was the oh, okay. Behringer 1202. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem we ran into that though is it records everything onto one channel. So it makes yeah. editing a little easier, but hard mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, we decided to make the jump and upgrade it to a podcaster or a roadcaster, road pro nice. podcaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whichever that is, the, the, the awesome box that it is. Yeah. And roadcaster is a great brand it makes you so much easier for editing, you know, my levels, their levels, making sure everything matches. And mm-hmm. we upgraded the microphone. Um, I believe it was an audio technica. Uh, so that was another good brand. Things. Yeah. Nice, we nice, did nice. our research. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. I just upgraded mine like two, three weeks ago. Maybe I've got a, a sure SM seven B. I got a focus, right? Scarlet two, I two. Uh, from the mic, from the microphone too. That I have a, a cloud lifter uh, thrown in there. Yeah, it works we really well for what I do. Initially, yeah. kind of went with the Behringer initially, mm-hmm. which no, definitely a good brand. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's cool that you were able to upgrade quickly as well. Good yeah, to do that. It took me twelve years to get this setup. <laughs> <laughs> it's I taken slowly, me about yeah. four years to get it from my head to the mm. airwaves so to speak yeah 
yeah, I started out with putting my uh, my camera, my, my little digital camera on a pile of like boxes and like toolbox on, on a chair, lining it up with my TV so I could record like gaming videos. Worked my way up. I got an actual game capture. I think I had like the original Elgato or a Hop Hog, whatever it was called as well. Uh, I did that. Finally got like a some cheap microphone. Then eventually I got the, uh, the Blue Yeti, which I had for years, I which I now sent to Kyle. Yeah, it was, it's actually a good microphone. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. You, if you especially if you know how to uh, like work with the audio and stuff in post, you can really make it sound good. Um, but yeah, even right out of the box, it's a good microphone. Um, but yeah, I had that for years, and then I finally decided, you know what? I really want to keep improving my uh, my stream quality and everything like that. I wanted to get Kyle equipment, so I upgraded my equipment, sent him his that he has now. So I upgraded him via upgrading mine, which has worked out well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's, it's been fun. Um, but yeah, you uh, I know you like having uh, a lot of different guests on. What do you hope? Like, how do you hope to improve your show? Out. I know you mentioned the uh, equipment and stuff too. Like, do you have any ways you want to like build up your podcast and improve it? Uh, for me personally, I just want to make sure that I am presenting a good show, that I'm asking good questions, that I'm mm-hmm. asking intelligent questions and being provocative in a, in a positive way. Yeah. I don't want to, anybody to listen to any of my podcasts and go, you know, he sounds like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so That's every one of our episodes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Hit so, the nail on the head. <laughs> it's really just, you know, improving my, my ability to communicate and, yeah. and talk to people. Yeah. No, I I feel like, and I think Kyle, you'll agree with this too. I feel like since we've started to where we are now, we've improved as like hosts. Well, I hope so. I mean, we're four episodes in. I mean, like obviously our, our audio has gotten better. Like we've become better at, I've become better at editing a little bit. Uh, even though I've, like I said, I came into it with a decent amount of audio experience, but even since then, I think we've been able to kind of work with guests better, ask better questions and I think we're able to carry the conversations on more uh, as opposed to like our initial episodes uh, where we just kind of like talked over each other a little bit. We've kind of had a lot of downtime that I ended up cutting out, but I think we've, I think we've come a long way. I think we're able to hold conversations better, which is the main thing for a podcast. Yeah. You don't want downtime where it's like, all right. Part of my, uh, now what? one of my, <laughs> <laughs> one of my problems personally is like, I, I really can't stand the way my voice sounds, especially when I hear myself mm. recorded. And a lot of people say, oh, everybody has that problem. So I yeah, was trying to get used to engaging people and talking to people as I do on a phone but when I have a down. mic and a headset on. Yeah. There was some sort of disconnect there that mm. my, uh, my brother-in-law is my producer, my editor. And he's like, you talk so differently when we're recording as opposed to when you're just talking to somebody after the show on the phone. He goes, why can't you mm. do what you do on the phone when we're recording? So part of my improvement that I'm trying to make there is that. Yeah, no, it. I feel like being on YouTube and streaming and podcasting, it's kind of actually just for, for doing it for, like I said, 12 years. It's carried over into like my offline life where I, I've started to enunciate words more clearly just in general. Uh, especially like growing up, like in central PA here, it's not as bad, I guess, as some places maybe, but we definitely slur words a lot. Uh, it's like mountain is like mountain. Um, 
just like leaving out letters and so i can't think of any other examples off the top of my head which is kind of bad but uh, just to, there's well obviously we, we kind of had this conversation crick. last night yeah crick and creek and crick and then uh the bookstore that was it was like what crack a book and i'm like crack, crack a book, book yeah. like yeah. It just shorten the word makes the sentence. Sound yeah, short. Better. You just take out like yeah. syllables to shorten word. That's the thing. I've you never said creek to be fair. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I've never yeah. said creek in my entire life. It's always been mm. crick. <laughs> my uh, yeah. my family actually lives out in. Uh, I have family out in western central Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. it is definitely uh, there's there's definitely verbiage and uh, yins is one that I've never said, but I hear a lot. <laughs> What? Big difference in, in yeah. Talk. I think it yins is like you, like how are yins doing? I I've think. never heard that. Really? Uh, I worked with, I when have. I was at when I was working at the university. We had somebody that said that, um, and every time she said it, the one time my coworker and I were just standing on the the one floor and we're just like, what? <laughs> like we English didn't, we didn't know what she, Do we you didn't know what she was asking it? us? I was like, I. I don't know what to say. I don't know what that means. Uh, like stuff like that. But yeah, just in general, I think podcasting, streaming, making content. And if you want to make higher quality content, you almost have to enunciate clearly because you want people across the spectrum to be able to understand what you're saying. Right. It's not even, I think phrases, like you said, crick and creek. I feel like those are kind of, it's obviously it's a different pronunciation of it, but they also seem like different words. Like yins is another one. It's like, that's a different word entirely. I think enunciate, like when I say mountain instead of mountain, I think that's one of the things that's like enunciating helps people who maybe English isn't their native language understand what you're saying better. Well, the English language is an abomination, I think, because what? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's I feel sympathy for anybody who tries to learn this as their second language. There are mm-hmm. so many exceptions to the rules and so many rules to every exception. And that's yeah, that's why it's so impressive how all of the other, all these other countries around the world speak English yeah. as a second language. And I'm just like, oh man, I can't even pick up I mean, basic Spanish. Yeah. I I have English. I speak Spanish and Italian. I, I've been learning the, uh, Italian. I'm getting better at it. Uh, and like learning a second language, like Spanish or Italian, they're very, they're similar. There's a lot of similarities between them. And I'm just like, wow, this is so much like, I can't like, this is fairly easy. And I'm like, man, I can't imagine what it'd be like learning English. Like, obviously we pick up on it just because we're around it all the time growing up. So I guess it's easier than sitting down and actually trying to learn it, you know? Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's like, I can't even imagine, especially with the way we have so many words that sound the same that are completely different things. Like I, I like two, two, uh, two, two, two. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that sort of stuff. It's like nonsense, just absolute gibberish. (laughs) Pretty much. I've been picking up uh, a any idea with picking up German just because my hmm. youngest is uh, stuck in German as his world language class for seventh grade. So nice. Hey, if they if they get rambunctious again, you know they have a pretty good military. They might do it this time. You never know. <laughs> they have. Uh, they're Start learning that Deutsch. Abrasive language to learn. It is. <laughs> no matter what you say, it sounds like you're angry. Yeah, that's what we I uh, about it though. <laughs> We only had German and Spanish available to us when I was in high school. I don't know what everyone else had available. I think that's uh, the the main three. Three I think are German, Spanish, and French. Yeah, they got rid of French in our school because I guess not enough people took it. Uh, what did they have in your school, Kyle? English. 
<laughs> what the fuck are you trying to tell me, bitch? <laughs> there was German and Spanish. Everyone, we had German for I think like a year. The teacher said, "Fuck this, I'm out." So all you had was <laughs> Spanish. And since I took one year of German already, I didn't have to take Spanish, and it was great. Was like, yeah, I don't have to sit there and fucking learn a different language. <laughs> I took four years of Spanish, and I got a perfect grade every year. Oof. And I did, and then I skipped my my final my senior year. She didn't make me take it. <laughs> Because you did it so well, my teachers loved me. It was great. I got. I just coasted through high school. You were a teacher's pet, weren't you? Not Polish really. Apples. No, <laughs> no. I was just. I I think they just liked that I I did well in the class. I didn't disrupt stuff that much inside of class, and I think that they liked that I didn't act like a child. Like I was just like talk. I would talk to them like normal people. I just as opposed to like. What's that? I just slept. Ah. <laughs> there was one class. Uh, it was algebra two. I didn't have to pass it because I, I took mm-hmm. two maths that year. I took statistics and that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I took stats. Trust me. I really hated it. But uh, mm-hmm. every time I get in a class, I'd sleep. And it was like right in the middle of the day and right before lunch. It's like, all right, cool. Nap time. And uh, <laughs> the one day she apparently got fed up with me because I'd sleep. <laughs> and then halfway through the class, I'd get, go take a shit or something. She'd get really mad at me for doing that. She's like, you know, you're a waste of space. I'm like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I know. You don't have to fucking tell me twice. (laughs) The only teachers that didn't like me, and I'm pretty sure I've told this on the show before, were my uh, senior year, my English teacher, my calculus teacher. Uh, My English teacher didn't like me because I got fed up that every class, the first 20 minutes were her talking to like these couple of kids at the front of class. They just sit up there and they talk about the TV show Friends. And I got annoyed because I was like, either I'm going to be here to do work or you're going to let me leave and go to a study hall. Like, I don't like I I shouldn't have to sit here and listen to you talk about your TV show for 20 minutes every day. I don't care about it. That would be a little uh, infuriating. It like I'm like I said, like I'm all if you want to have the whole class be that fine, I'll fuck off and go somewhere else. But I don't want to sit here, listen to you guys do it and then not be able to leave the room because, oh, no, it's 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 a very important class. But let me (laughs) tell You should have picked yeah. him off and said that 70 shows better than Friends. Yeah. No, no. By all means, continue talking about Matthew Perry and Jennifer Aniston some more. They're great. Yeah. I mean, she is pretty hot. She holds up well. That's what plastic surgery, uh, a lot of assistance, and Photoshop will do for you. Fuck when it. You make, when you make yeah. that much money and somebody to, to make your food, you can look any way mm. you want. Yeah. Um, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I can uh, definitely tell you, I would not have the physique that I have if I had somebody to make my meals for me and tell me when to eat. And I'd have the exact same physique because I'd, I'd be prefer skinny. to make my own food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, too. I make I my food, Kyle, and I'm skinny. You have a high metabolism. It's true. I, I work out quite a bit. Mine is too. non-existent. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, I've been since I've been locked down since April. I've put on 28 pounds, I think, when I last checked. Because he has to force himself to. That's the sad part. I, I, I'm eating like 4,500 calories a day and doing my workouts, <laughs> trying to put on mass. <laughs> it's going all right. I dropped 20 pounds and gained it back in the last six months. So, yeah. Nice. Beer does nice. its wonders. <laughs> I'm a whiskey fan. Oh, only when I drink enough beer. Then, then the Dude, Every once cold. in a while. Every once in a while, I'll go nuts and have a Coke. <laughs> yeah, you're not a drinker. No, I, I drink mostly fine. water, tea, and and occasionally the the Mexican bottles of Coke, and two shots of hot sauce. 
<laughs> and shots of hot sauce coming. Well, it'll be passed by the time this episode comes out, but I'm doing one this Saturday. Another one? Yeah, Punishment Stream. They, that, they donated for it. Is that going to be what it is or what? Hot I think shot. so. I think so. By the time Sepsis comes out, people will be like, oh, what a fucking liar. He didn't do it. <laughs> that that fucking blueberry, whatever that blueberry shit is that you had. That oh, I- that was <laughs> awful. I had blueberry ghost pepper. It tasted so bad. Like the flavor was awful. It wasn't even the heat that bothered me the most. It was the flavor was so gross. Really? Um, but yeah, I mixed together like six different sauces, Kyle, right? I think, like five I or six. It, I think it was more than that. I think he damn near had 10. Okay, I mixed all of them together in a shot glass and took a shot of every single hot sauce. Just for a like, follow-on mixer. And I coughed it up. <laughs> I coughed it up. I was like, Ugh. I watched this man nearly die. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, I did, uh, I did a Punisher stream like what, a month ago, maybe? A month and a half, two months, something like that. Uh, where I took shots of uh, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Sauce, uh, which sucked because I don't like buffalo-style sauces. I don't like the taste of them. I do. Um, but... I think that's what I'm going to go with again for this punishment stream, maybe. Unfortunately. I think, I think you should let the viewers pick, but don't get like one where like you physically aren't able to do anything. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure they'd probably pick like fucking ghost pepper or fucking. If they stuff. picked uh, Carolina Reaper Brown, that forever don't phase me at all. I have a video, which I never uploaded, but I have a video of myself and uh, one of my other coworkers. We eat the Carolina Reaper peppers. It has no effect. We just eat them really? straight up. And then uh, it, it's the, myself and him. We shared a desk and then it's interspliced with me having one of the other uh, one of the high school kids that we had working in a, the local cafe and downstairs in our building. Uh, I fed I had I gave him 10 bucks to eat a piece of one, like half of one. He took a small bite, couldn't take it, spent the 10 bucks on a bunch of Frappuccinos, then got sick because he drank too much Frappuccino, like all that milk. So he got sick off of that. <laughs> I don't know if to drink a gallon of milk at one sitting. That's literally, he had to have been close to a gallon. I'm like, it wasn't the pepper. It was the gallon milk challenge you did afterwards <laughs> trying to get rid of this, the pepper. <laughs> but yeah, I have that video saved, I think, on my laptop. I don't think I have it on this computer. But I should I should put that in our Discord for the people. I think they'd find that funny. Yeah, it's just my, co- my coworker and I are sitting there. We eat the pepper and he's like, it's gross. Doesn't taste good. I was like, "Yeah, gross." And I coughed once when it went down because it like scratched my throat, and that was it. Yeah, it was I, just. I, I, yeah. I think I would have to avoid that at all costs. I mean, I'm just. Mm. Uh, I'll eat hot wings and things like that, but nothing yeah. with the, the crazy heat. I could barely yeah. handle fucking the spicy nacho <laughs> chips. It's not the spicy <laughs> nacho. That's that's like. Uh, are these flaming hot Doritos? Hold on, I have a bag right here. Are they ghost pepper Doritos? Flaming, flaming hot na- uh, nachos uh, Doritos. Uh, they have like ghost pepper Doritos, I think. I think it's Doritos. They have like the small, they're, they're like the small individual bags. Fucking bridge, dude. No. They're so good. I would eat I, them all the time at my desk. I like hot, <laughs> like, I kind of like hot stuff, but not like hot stuff. Uh, no, they were good. I'm a little bitch. I, I've mentioned it before, though. I don't like like dusted hot foods i don't like the dust because it gets in your throat and it bothers me it's like yeah, <laughs> that, that does make me cough it's just yeah it's annoying what's um, the uh the scoville unit of the uh the reaper do you know oh not off the top of my head I'm, uh, I'm waiting for them to start putting out a line of pepper sprays with the carolina reaper uh capsaicin in it 
that mm. would do some damage. Yeah, uh, two point two million. Yeah, that would do some damage. Yeah, there's a so I have a for our streams. I have an Amazon uh, gift list that people can order stuff from to send to me. Uh, so far, they've done crickets, like sour cream and onion, bacon and cheddar, and salt and vinegar crickets. Oh, uh, I'll eat those on stream. They did that and Rocky Mountain oyster jerky, which is the, <laughs> the bull test. Yeah, so they sent that. Which that was awful. Not even the taste. I literally couldn't eat it. It was so tough. <laughs> it had a really hard time like tearing off a chunk and chewing it. Um, but You're one of the things on there, yeah, one of those things on there is the world's hottest chocolate bar, nine million Scoville units. So uh, that's there if somebody wants nine to order million? it. Yeah. What the hell so, is in that? It's. <laughs> I just now know it's sixteen ninety nine. By the way. I just realized it's $121.36 per ounce. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but it's $17 if someone wants to order it and send it in. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll eat it on stream. I like keeping them entertained. We do that. We eat the weird foods. They can donate for that. I do the didgeridoo um, on my most recent stream, which was the 23rd of September uh, as of this recording. I added in uh, one of the guys that joins the the chat a lot uh sam the hammer i did a cutaway gag where uh where he well he joins the, sh- the chat and he's like a wild sam's appeared so i did a cutaway gag where when he showed up to the most recent stream uh, i did a, i took a video from pokemon where a wild pokemon appears it's always like oh a wild whatever has appeared i edited it so it was like a wild sam has appeared and it's a picture of a hammer <laughs> and uh everyone was loving that that went over really well so i was happy but yeah, they'll do like they'll donate and they'll, they'll make me do like pull ups and push ups and sit ups and all sorts of stuff. They like torturing me, but we all have a good time. Have any of the things that you've had to eaten like fucked up your gaming? No, so far it's just been the crickets and the the jerky, jerky in air quotes because it's it's just bull t- bull balls. <laughs> but, bull no, testicles. No, even the hot sauce. So the, that was for the punishment stream, which was I did Dark Souls three with a broken straight sword. And I took a shot of hot sauce every time I died. I think I did like 12 shots maybe. Oof. And uh, it, I got lucky. Like the first hour of the stream, I didn't die. I was like, oh, thank God. Whew, only three hours to go. And I proceeded to die like 10 times in a row from like stupid shit that could have been avoided. Like I'm just rushing through and falling to my death, not even being killed by enemies. Oops. It's like, all right. Well, this is a shame. Um, but even that like didn't mess me up too much. Um but we we try our best. We try to make it fun. I try and keep things fresh and entertaining for them. And uh, I, you know, I let them kind of get their ideas out, like for things that we could do to improve the stream or things they'd like to see. And we try and make it happen. But yeah, it's, no, we have a great time. Everyone gets along, which I really like. That's you know, important. People, yeah, no, they. It's our community is great. They, I mean, they're all they're all awesome. They're really supportive. Like when someone someone showed up the other day and they were a little bummed out, like, yeah, I'm having a rough day. And everyone's like, oh, I'm going to help out. What can we do? And they're reaching out. I'm like, this is awesome. That's and then it's like, I'm glad. I'm just like, oh, man, you guys are awesome. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, man. Eat the crickets and go do some pull ups. <laughs> it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's been awesome watching it build up little by little. I'm really, really happy with it. We have a lot of really cool people. They're joining our discord, which has been nice. Um it's all yeah, we, we talk. Yeah, we talk about like movies we want to watch a little bit. I post all of my like my dinners that I make in there, and people complain that I post it because they don't want to see that. 
It's like but, all the pictures that were going around for the while of everybody taking a picture of their food before they ate it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it is. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I'm like, hey, this is what I made for dinner tonight. And then it's like, ah, fuck you. Yeah, but at least you made it. These like people, yeah, these people. them are like, oh, oh, I went to fucking Olive Garden. Oh, here's this yeah. cool ass salad that they bring everybody. <laughs> it's fair enough. Immensely yeah. different when you're the one that created the, the plate. Mm-hmm. True. That's true. I'm still working out how to do a setup because I want to do a cooking stream. We've talked about doing this a lot and I want to make it happen. I just don't know how to get it to work like camera wise and everything and how to manage the, the chat while I'm doing it. But Multiple we're going to figure that out. Yeah, we could do that. It's it's that and combined with I don't know how to make it last for a reasonable amount of time. Like I, if I'm making something, it takes like 10 minutes. It's like, all right, thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been a 10 minute stream. <laughs> uh, but like even then, like if I make like a dessert, like a, like the creme brulee I made tonight, that takes like five, five and a half hours, four of which is the creme brulee sitting in the fridge. It's like I can't do anything in that time. I'm not going to sit there and just chat for four hours. Um, I've contemplated editing, uh, setting up one of my input sources as uh, like I'll I'll set up my we have cameras in my apartment. I'll set those up and have that like be the I'll have that as the source for the cooking portion but then i can cut back to like my gaming like in between like i could figure out how to do that maybe so it's all one stream it's uninterrupted but yeah i don't know the logistics of it's the the part we're trying to figure out um but yeah that's that's kind of where we're at sounds like something fun though yeah i want to make it happen i think we'd have a i think we'd have a good time people could make fun of me my wear my apron so i don't get oil all splattered all over me that was one rule favorite. I learned very early, not by experience, but never mm-hmm. cook bacon naked. Very true. First of all, what, I always have shoes what, on. I'm not naked. Why would you even attempt that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't cook, and I know for a fact you do not fucking do that naked. Yeah, uh, that'd Oil be a bad idea. You'll I made see uh, me with the fucking full on like armor to fucking cook bacon. <laughs> to be fair, my when I, I made so I <laughs> I made bacon from scratch like three weeks ago maybe, and uh, that didn't like fizzle up as much. Like the oil didn't kick up as much. It wasn't quite as greasy. Um, I sent that out to to Nova, and like two weeks later, it still hasn't gotten there. I demanded a refund from the postal service. <laughs> Because by now it's just spoiled, disgusting bacon sitting in a really hot box in the middle of Arizona. <laughs> oh, God. But, it's already cooked. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to get there. And she's like, ah, oh, it's, it's literally hot. I can't eat this. It's too hot. <laughs> That's Arizona's waste of meat. I was disappointed. I was really, I was, I was like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. I'll send you bacon. Don't worry about it. It's cool. I'm glad I can make stuff for people who aren't in my immediate vicinity. And uh, we see how that went. Either it didn't get there because they lost it or some fat fuck sitting at the post office is eating my bacon. Mm, bacon I smelled through the packaging. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, at least but, it's not yeah, after- Express dra- dragging it out there either. Yeah. Yeah, so that two-day shipping has turned into two and a half weeks. So they better well, get it. to fucking house like a year later. Yeah. I, uh, oh, we had, was it Metis? Was he the one that talked about finding the... Uh, the envelope like five years later that christmas card oh yeah 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 he worked we had a guest on recently who found he used to work at a post office and he found a card that was stuck under like a flap for like one of the containers they used to ship stuff in and it was like a a 
a Christmas card like five years late. Oh, it's like, oh, God, better late than never. That's yeah. He's like, I shipped it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. this got lost. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. If they lost my giant box of bacon, I'd be surprised. It's a, it's a large enough package. That I don't think it got stuck under the flap of a box. <laughs> uh, man. Maybe got caught on the flap of fat somewhere, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. It got, ah, oh, got stuck under the, the flap of my lower lip as I was eating it. <laughs> Oh man, fucking Jerry at the post office. <laughs> Somebody uh, smelled it. Yeah, that's no, probably true. Even though I had it nice and sealed up really well, surrounded by dry ice, I went all out for it. God, what are you gonna do? But I'll I'll probably make more after like the election and send it out when the post office is hopefully under less stress. <laughs> but yeah. who knows? The who fun knows? of living in America right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, regardless of like what side you're on, it's a shit show. Oh, yeah. And I'm the type of person that I sit in the middle of it because I think both sides are just as horrible. Mm. Uh, you know, two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Anybody who I've talked to recently that has a similar mindset to me, it's they're just as baffled as I am. So anybody can support the current administration. It's just mind boggling. Yeah, it it's frustrating. Like I said, like it, I'm in the boat where I'm like, I try and stay out of it a lot, but then I'm sitting here like, ah, oh, fuck, man, I can't even mail my rent out because of this shit. <laughs> like, because you're afraid like it won't get there. Yeah, like I, I don't think it was last month. I think it was a month before I sent my ma- my rent out. Like the same time I normally would, like a week and a half before it was due. It took it three and a half weeks to get there. I was like, he lives in like our our landlord lives in the same town as us. There's Jeez. no way it should take this long. I could have sent it by a snail, literally. Yeah. I could walk there faster. <laughs> <laughs> like I could literally walk there and just deliver it to him. It's what I've been tempted to do. It's like I don't I don't want to deal with it. Um but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we we do tend to, to stay away from like politics on here. Like I said, because I like making it a place where people can just come in and relax and not have to worry about yeah. them and, and get away from the news. Just kidding. These assholes are talking about it too. Damn it. Yeah, my uh my intention wasn't to have a political podcast. It was but it mm-hmm. doesn't get political, but that's just kind of the climate we're in. Uh yeah. the episode that we're releasing tomorrow, I think, is the first one that has might be the only one out of the first handful we recorded that literally we don't touch about anything politics, I don't think. Which mm-hmm. was nice to change. Yeah. Yeah, we did the same like coronavirus. I don't even think we mentioned it on the show for like two and a half months since after it happened. Like we, uh, we purposely did, just but like in the context of setting up things. Yeah, it wasn't really. It's like, oh, because of the coronavirus, I'm at home, and this is why I've been doing what I've been doing, like that sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But we didn't be like, oh man, the coronavirus is this is what's going on with it lately, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just like making it a nice, relaxing place to come and hang out, unless you're a dead coast, in which case it's the most hateful place you can possibly exist. <laughs> or a dead guest that's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully i'm not that dead no no i i say that we had a we had a guy that was on the first what three episodes kyle maybe two yes something like that and then he just vanished off the face of the earth for a while and we're like all right so he's dead and then we just talked shit for like nine episodes straight 
we we've mentioned like oh yeah he died he got hit by a Mack truck driven by like a guy in a SpongeBob outfit Some or something. Fucking we kept Russian it. fucking <laughs> yeah. Suit or like we kept making it shit. worse and worse, more and more grotesque. Mainly me, I guess. Yeah, I think it was exclusively me. Yeah, we definitely uh, didn't talk about his body like rotting and decomposing <laughs> like a morgue. <laughs> like, <laughs> it got worse and worse and worse until it was like, I think we could probably stop talking about it now. It was kind of fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It lasted. Uh, we'll see. It might make it onto the uh, the poster we have coming out. Depends. Uh, a little reference to it, but yeah, no. It, that's what happens if if you become a host of the show temporarily and then disappear. We will we will make your death as horrific as possible, fictitiously. I might add, it's all fiction. I, but I, we will I, present I it as that. though it is fact. I don't yeah. care about how I die. Yeah. No. No. It's you're gonna. Yeah, you're a good guest. We're not going to kill you off. Hypothetically, <laughs> you obviously. accidentally tripped and fell off the Hoover Dam. <laughs> well, it tumbled down. An angle. I mean, you might hit terminal velocity, but you know, at least it's True. not a straight drop. They had. It sucks. They just implemented those giant fans at the bottom, so it blew them all the way back up to the top, and they fell down again until and they then, shut the fans off to recover the body, and then it <laughs> fell in. But it was still spinning. It ground them up. <laughs> really, just terrific. This is this is what we'd been going for the first like ten episodes, except way worse. I see and see. I can picture that. <laughs> yeah. There's a family just chilling, and next thing you know, like in the background is some recording of them getting ready to take a picture. You just see these two guys in like black clothes and ski masks just throwing this guy off the dam and running. <laughs> <laughs> like they mentioned it on the podcast, so we have to make it accurate. They don't lie on there. <laughs> and then the two guys look yeah. the camera dead in the eyes because like oh fuck and they start running no you gotta no they wouldn't run the finger they don't run the <laughs> yeah they look right in the camera and they're like yeah yeah say something see what happens <laughs> oh man Good you saw nothing yeah yeah we've uh we've come a long way since then <laughs> i guess <laughs> personal growth not quite yeah. Oh man. Uh moving on from like podcast specific talk. We had the uh the console launches, the PlayStation and Xbox console pre-orders launches, I should say, uh recently, which were an absolute mess, an absolute disaster. Did you guys either of you try to pre-order any of the consoles? No, I always wait till uh Christmas. It's <laughs> hmm. kind of like the the family gift that we get for the household. Nice. Nice. Kyle, did you say you tried? I physically couldn't. I had. I knew. When when did no, you say no. they launched the the thing? Like, uh, I forget when the PlayStation launched. It was like the week of September 14th, sometime around there. I forget when it was. And then the Xbox was September 22nd. No, I, I have no service where I'm at. So I yeah, that's what I figured. Physically can't. Or else so the PlayStation pre-orders, they said, all right, it's going to be available soon. Walmart was decided now we won't make you wait and launched it immediately prompting everyone else to be like oh shit we got to catch up and so they hastily launched all these pre-order sites and so because of that everyone's like scrambling to get their pre-orders in it's an absolute mess and then Xbox and Microsoft sitting over on the corner like oh you imbeciles we've got this handled in which case they launched at 11 a.m eastern time on the 22nd and all of the websites went down immediately because everyone was sitting there refreshing at the time. Um, and same sort of thing. You just couldn't, like, it's so difficult to pre-order anything, which is so frustrating. It's, it's like, it shouldn't be this difficult. You don't see these issues with, like, cell phones. 
Yeah. If you pre-order a cell phone, you're going to get it. It's not a fucking hassle. Yeah. But then you have the consoles. It's one of those weird dynamic things that, you know, people rush and clamor to get something that you're still going to have to wait to get anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you know, the two companies that put out these consoles are, they're making sure they have enough built. Yeah. So you don't run out of stock. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I don't try not to get caught up in all that hype. I wait for it to come out, make sure all the kinks are worked out and then I'll, I'll buy closer to Christmas. Yeah. No, the, uh, the last console when the xbox one came out i still played the 360 because the group i that was when destiny one was like really booming Mm. i i think it was i had the xbox one for i think nearly two months before i actually sat down and played it because when i first bought it it had an issue with the box on the the power strip it fucking overheat Mm. i don't know why i'd have to have a fan on it instead of because it was hot as shit. And of course, I was in a college dorm. AC don't fucking work worth a shit. <laughs> so I had the fan on the fucking Xbox. And it's like, all right, this is kind of, this kind of sucks. So I, I was just playing 360 the whole time. I was enjoying it. I didn't really care. And then one day it worked somehow. It just nice. So it took a few months for me to actually switch to the Xbox One. I don't mm-hmm. really care to get this new one, but yeah, I, I tried. I tried pre-ordering it. I had the the Xbox One X and the Elite controller in my cart. I had everything filled out. I hit complete purchase, and it would. It's like, oh, sorry, can't process this. Site crashed. I had everything set up. I'd, I had the same thing on Walmart where I hit complete purchase, also crashed. Same thing on Target, crashed, and then Amazon for whatever reason, uh, they just for it just. I don't know when it even went live. I never was able to even look at like the Xbox Series X or the S on Amazon, but they sold out apparently. I have no idea when they even went live or how you were able to pre-order them, but that was that thing. And then like Best Buy just kept saying coming soon for a lot of people, so they weren't able to pre-order from there. Just an absolute mess. And I got frustrated because I, I literally had everything in my cart and just couldn't complete the purchase because too many people were on the site and crashing it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I didn't get one. My stepbrother got two. And then I saw a bunch of other people uh, like, oh, man, I managed to get nine pre-ordered. I got five of them pre-ordered. It's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you're, they, I couldn't even like, get one. Fuck, I, because they're going to buy them and then sell them at a higher cost when they're they're hard to get. Yep. It's what it, they'll do. Or gonna, they'll sell the pre-order. And I think people that do that are scumbags. They are. They are. There's that. And there's, those, there's a lot of people that use bots to refresh the websites and put the info in immediately so they can pre-order as quick as possible. I know that was a big thing. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's fucking annoying. I hate the system they have for it. I understand what you were saying too about like not getting into the hype. Um, the main reason I wanted to get one is because like, like I said, I stream all the time. Right. So I want to have the newest, most recent stuff to be able to show off on stream and get people into it. Um, and it but, makes sense for you. I mean, for, for, for yeah. me, who's the, the casual gamer and, you know, my kid yeah. did want the, the new and best thing we've, I've stayed away from the Xbox. I've just, for some reason, I've never been a fan of it. I didn't like the way the, mm-hmm. the light of the control, the few times that I've played it. I've been a PlayStation fan since PlayStation one. Um, yeah. So it's for you, it, it makes perfect sense to, to try and keep upgraded and, and keep with the mm-hmm. hype and stuff like that. But you know, for people who are fair weather gamers like myself, it's, it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he said, like my stepbrother got two of them 
part of it too because he sat there refreshing the page for I guess like four and a half hours straight oh, until he get to work. I'm like, I just I literally couldn't. Like Kyle didn't have service. I just didn't have time. I'm busy editing stuff. I have errands to run. I got stuff to manage and get things set up for like streaming and, and doing the show. It's like I literally just don't have the time to do this. Um meanwhile all these other people do. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been a piece of shit more so than I already am, I guess. But yeah, no, it's just frustrating. And like I say, then you're going to have all these people when it comes out, like the day it launches, just storming the store, pushing and shoving, grabbing it, knocking stuff all over the floor, fighting to get them. It's like people are fucking savages. Yeah, I think that was quite clearly proven earlier this year. And yeah. it's proven every Black Friday. It's I've, mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of Black Friday. I think it's ridiculous. That- I don't get <laughs> it. You're buying cheaper products. Yeah. <laughs> Like I see it all the time. It's like, oh man, I got this like great 4K TV. It was only like 600 bucks. Like, yeah, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> like the resolution's way less. Like the uh, the refresh rate's way less. Like everything sucks on it. They're using cheaper materials. You think they're just going to knock $800 off the cost of it? No. No, it's, cheaper, it's a cheaper made product. That's why they're selling it for so cheap, but they know a bunch of people will buy it because yep. it's $800 off supposedly. People don't, I think they don't value value anymore. They just, mm. it's this pseudo value or what they're being told is a value. Yeah. What's like you say, like, it's even like not on Black Friday, like that sort of stuff. You see it all the time with stores where they'll be like, oh, this is 20% off the original price. It's like, yeah, but you artificially inflated the original price just so you could say you took 20% off. Right. Like that's, that's it's, it's still savings. more than it should be selling for to begin with. Right. Yeah. No, we see it all the time, especially working in advertising. Like that's, that's one of the things like we told like people, we worked with people and explain like, this is how you can do this, for, especially for like uh, uh higher cost items. Like, yeah, don't tell them it's like 10% off. Tell them it's a hundred dollars off. Sounds way better that way. Yeah. Um, I know uh, one of my clients was a hearing aid center and they're like, oh, it's um, I forget what the percentage off was. I don't know if it was 10%. I think it was 10%. It's like 10% off. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't tell them it's 10% off. Tell them it's $500 off. That sounds so much better. It's like if you tell somebody you're getting, it's the $500 coupon, that is, has way more value to them than a 10% off coupon. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's the perception. It's it's how you frame things. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's like everything being 99 cents. It sounds, 199 sounds better than $2. I'd rather just say charge a dollar and make it even. Get rid of pennies. Yeah. yeah. No, All you do is yeah. weight in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really carry too much cash to begin with, but uh, whenever I spend it, I just take whatever change they hand me and put it in the tip jar because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> the only thing I keep is, uh, and I haven't done this in a while now, uh, but quarters because I'm, I was out in the road all day, every day being an advertising, like as a sales rep, I was out and about every day. So I'd have to pay like parking meters and stuff and it fucking sucked. Change <laughs> years. Yeah. Oh, it was a nightmare. And it, it would be every day guaranteed. I'd pull into the lot, right? Uh, in the, the nearby town and the uh, meter maid would come walking by the one time I literally pull in because I have a phone call and I answer the call and I look up for my call and she's standing in front of my car, like tapping her, her pen on her little notepad. I'm like, yeah, sorry, I'm on the phone. I'll get it in a sec. Jeez. I just pulled in. <laughs> Give me a like, second. She had, to, she literally had to have seen me pull in. Because she was in front of me the second, like I put it in park and looked up, like to get my phone. Oh, like, 
my God, it's like it takes, I literally could not have put change in the meter that quickly. I pulled in, even if I didn't have a phone call, I literally would not have been able to get out of the car and put it in quick enough. Worse and, than uh, a vulture. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's 25 fucking cents. Give me a break. <laughs> hey, oh, you man. gotta pay. You gotta pay. It's true. Yeah. I'll park across two different spots too. If I feel like it, as long as I pay, it's fine. Right. <laughs> That's the uh, shit that drives me nuts, though. People that can't park in a parking lot. Yeah, happens. Yeah, that would happen a lot too. They'd uh, pull in trucks with trailers and take up like seven spots. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, man. You're a dick. There's only eight spots in the whole lot, and you took, <laughs> and the six. eighth one's taken. <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah, so like you said, you weren't getting into the hype or anything like that. But are there any like games you're looking forward to on the next gen consoles? <sighs> I'm not sure about the next gen yet. Um, mm. I, I being older, I was a big fan of the Tony Hawk games when uh, they yeah, first they came out all those years ago. Yeah. So they just released the remastering, and I, as soon as I saw that, I had to buy them, and I've been playing them a little bit here and there. Nice. I'm sure that yep. if I ask my kids which games they want, they could rattle off five or six things that they're waiting for to come out on the console. Um, mm. I just hope that, and from what I understand, you can retro play things so you can put uh playstation 4 games into the five and it'll work i forget what the deal is with that i i don't remember there's something with the playstation where it's not backwards compatible for some stuff i think Uh, you can play the one two and three games on it but not the four that's weird or something like that because they still want to sell like the the playstation 4 right games to the playstation 4 like they don't want to kill that market because if it's backwards compatible everyone will just drop that and they're not going to sell any more stuff for that. I think they're trying to keep their options open. Yeah, I, uh, I, I understand that perspective. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't think that everybody can run out and buy a five. You're going to have that no. market for the PlayStation 4s for a few mm-hmm. years at least. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people would still go out and buy the older generations of stuff just because there's that sense of nostalgia. I mean, I, I yeah. love my original PlayStation or my original Nintendo that I have up upstairs. Yeah, my sister stole mine. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll go back to it and play my original. Actually, Final I still Dance have. Be happy. I had, I got, I had the original PlayStation, and then I got like the smaller, like light gray curve sort of one. Yeah, but yeah, I, I had that. My sister stole that one. I think I stole the original one though. Nice. Uh, I had a PlayStation Two. My stepbrother's friend stole that one. <laughs> uh, I had a PlayStation Three, which I do still have that, and I have a PlayStation Four. Uh, but the PS Four, I only got like two games for it. I never really played it. And, um, but yeah, I, I never had the original, I think my dad had the original Xbox, but I never had one. I had the 360 stepbrother stole that, <laughs> got my own. That's when I got the PlayStation three. Then I got the, the, uh, 360 like slim, I think was the one that came out. Then Your I got the one. sounds like a bit of a douche. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's an all right guy. Uh, it was his originally. He had some issues that he had to sort out. So he was gone for a while. So I took it and then he. My stepdad actually took it back and gave it to him, even though he didn't need it or want it anymore. Um, but yeah, then I got the the Xbox One. I got a white developer's console from a friend, uh, which I was very happy about. I got that. Then I got the One X. Then I got the PS4 Pro, I think is what it's called. Um, I got that, but like I said, I, just, I only got a couple games for it. Um, I, my, but, my gaming career started out with like, Pong and ColecoVision and Atari. Mm. 
and I'm sure I just aged myself, but I, <laughs> I never had that. I think the first one I had was the original Nintendo console. That was my stepdad's, I think. Yeah. And I had that, a Super Nintendo GameCube. I had that same thing when Nintendo came first, first came out and released Zelda. I was mm-hmm. not allowed to touch the Nintendo if Zelda was in there because you remember how with the old Nintendo, if you hit the power and the reset button, you wiped the, the cartridge. <laughs> so my brother and my stepfather were playing that to try to to beat it the first time and they're like you cannot touch it okay <laughs> i'm gonna people are gonna hate me for this i've never played a zelda game though they're never. boring I, <laughs> the original zelda was great just because i played was, kid icarus does that count oh that was horrible <laughs> it's almost as good as the well what was that burger game something about a burger and you're oh i know what you're talking about i can't remember what it's called of it. um, one of my favorite games for the uh, original nintendo was excite bike was it burger time i think yep. that's it. it is burger, burger time. time yeah 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 but i was a huge fan of excite bike i'd make my little things and yep my own yeah. tracks and it was fun <laughs> make myself tumble yeah, I, I like that. I remember playing like the original like Mario games, the uh, Donkey Kong Country and stuff like that. It was a ton of fun, and they were hard. Oh yeah, like they're they're not easy games. Like and now now like I said, that's I think that's kind of why I like. I think you see the older. I don't know if this is true. It's kind of a generalization, but I think a lot of people that come from that generation might be a lot of people that make up like the Dark Souls fan bases and stuff because they're harder games. Like, a lot of kids aren't used to playing difficult games. I, I, don't know. I think that's. How? I think that makes sense. We we liked. We were used to games like uh, uh, Metroid. The original yeah. Metroid was really mm-hmm. difficult. Uh, yeah, there's a handful of games that like Contra was one of those. That oh, I put no, Contra. Contra was a joke. No, I. I uh, <laughs> that was one one of those games I played though. You could. Uh, well, the cheats definitely helped that as well. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> my friend and I would would sit there and literally play that play contra for hours and hours yeah. and hours with or without the cheats we would fight over who would get weapon f which is like the flamethrower yes <laughs> I was it's like, like it's mine no i get it i was a big fan of the spray gun mm-hmm. but we would we would go back and forth for hours to trying to you know see how fast we can beat it and constantly break our records with and without <laughs> the cheat codes nice yeah there like i said i did that and then there was like a huge gap like i went from that to like playstation one um, but like I skipped a lot of this like the intermediate generation. I just stayed on PlayStation One until like the end of the PlayStation Two life cycle. I missed out on a lot of the games in between because I was stuck playing like Crash Team Racing and like a lot of the old Crash Bandicoot Spiral games and stuff like that. Gun, Gun. best game ever for PS Two. Gun. <laughs> <laughs> One of my what was your? Sorry. Go ahead. What was your first game you ever played, Kyle? Like a first console that you had. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't. I it was definitely on the PlayStation Two, but I don't remember what the first game oh, okay. was. Interesting. Pretty no, I think it was a uh, Call of Duty One, Finest Hour, uh, whatever it is. Hmm. I definitely uh, really started getting into it when COD Four came out, and that's when Call of Duty became my life. That's when game yeah. really. It's like, all right, I'm pretty good at this game. Let's. let's it's like see. a bell curve, you know. Call of Duty becomes your life then, and now we're on the down of the bell curve. It's like, oh, it wants me to end my this life. Game that's fucking how it, that's sucks. How it <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I want to kill myself because of this. Where's the uh, gameplay? Oh, it's just microtransactions. Oh, cool. Next, that's why that's Apex what I was gonna... came into play. 
that's something I was thinking of too. Is, little... Do you think microtransactions are going to get even worse on the yes. next gen consoles? Yes, yes. I yeah. I think they will, and I think part. Of, I understand. They make why so much there. money. There's no incentive to do otherwise. Right. It's because they know they can make a ton of freaking money off of it. I mentioned this. I don't know if it was on the podcast I mentioned this, but I told Kyle I know where if you were to buy every customization item in the new Call of Duty game, the current one, Modern Warfare, if you were to buy every customization and like downloadable pack and everything, Battle Pass, it would cost you like a little over $8,500, $8,500. You know when it's you like, told me that? When we waited an hour for our guests to show up and never showed up. Ah, I <laughs> mean, Tondek. Yes, yes, okay. Back to Tondek. Uh, yeah, oh my God. Really grinds my gears. Where's that fucking Russian at with the SpongeBob outfit? Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a Mack truck in my living room? <laughs> Why is that Mack uh, truck pulling up and stopping on the Hoover Dam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing there and it hits him from behind and sends him flying over. It's like, wow, that was really kind of unnecessary. They could have just thrown him. I saw two guys do it the other day. <laughs> really uncalled for to involve a truck and a SpongeBob costume, but whatever works, I guess. You guys just How'd crack they get it up there. Talk yeah. Like yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's insane. And that was, that was, it was $8,500 that I came up with based on what I could find online for like the available packs and like all the old gun customizations and stuff like that. It, it could be more. It's definitely not less because I added I'm up what sure we had, but more. it could be a lot more. Yeah. Because don't you have to re up the uh, battle pass every season? Yeah, I don't know when the new season might have just come out too. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, you do get uh, COD points and to buy the next pass. It's true. I'm ignoring that because it doesn't really help their cause. It's like, oh, you could save nine dollars. Now it only costs you eighty four, eight thousand four hundred and eighty dollars. Ooh, wow. Yeah it it's it's just insane how like much money goes into put the game in and play. Yeah. That's the most frustrating part to me too, is that almost every game you get nowadays, it's like you have to install it, which is like, all right, whatever. Fair enough. Especially since if you're downloading it, it makes sense. But then it's like the constant fucking updates. Cause it's, it doesn't work. It's like, how did you not play test this and see these? Like there's so many games where it's like glaring issues where it's like, they're just pumping them out just cause they know they can make a quick buck and they don't care about the, the content or the quality of the content. There was a meme I just saw today and it was a, this picture of this little girl crying as she's like drawing or something. And it said, Bethesda creators now forced to complete. Oh, uh, I saw that. <laughs> they actually have to complete the fucking games. <laughs> I'm like, that's a low blow, but it, Hey, it's appropriate. So yeah. they, they make good games, man, are they fucking glitchy? Yeah. It, uh... with, with COD, I noticed that, I can go of a week or two without playing because you know life, and it'll kick up the error. Uh, you have to restart the game and upload the, the new new update. It's like I just did this last week, and then you got they're they're sizable. I mean, they're like over a couple of gigs each, and it just gets a little ridiculous that there's so much they take up so much space too. That that's one of the other problems I yeah. have. Yeah, the new Call, the Call of Duty Mobile Warfare is about 200 gigs. It's fucking yeah. insane. There uh, there was an update. I remember seeing this because everyone was roasting the fuck out of Xbox players. I think PC and PlayStation, I think, were mm. about less than a gig. They're a couple hundred they're, gigs yeah, for an update. They're usually, we'll say three gigs to be generous. And 
Next thing you know, Xbox. Here's a 63 fucking gig update for the same oh, thing. Shit. For the recoil most, on a gun. The most I've seen is 80 gigs for the most recent games. Holy 80 gig shit. update. And it's like 6 gigs on PlayStation. It's like, what is wrong with you people? Like, there's no way there's this much content that you're adding. You just don't know how to fucking code. the original download of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's. I know we brought it up on the show before. I'm like, I'm starting a conspiracy theory where Activision is just trying to fill up your hard drive so you can't install any other game, so you're stuck playing this, and you won't <laughs> uninstall it because you are you don't want to have to sit there and wait for 200 gigabytes to reinstall. It's too much of a hassle. I mean, and I that's their time invested. I uninstalled yeah. Modern Warfare and reinstalled it. I don't fuck. I got a good internet. It'll take fucking 45 minutes. I'm good. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like I said, like there's so many people where it's like you only have like 500 gigs of space. I think it's the minimum for Xbox One. I don't think there's anything less than that. Um, but at it's the rate they're going, you're going to need a, a full server just to, to store your mm-hmm. games and all the, uh, all the updates. I saw today too earlier. So they're going to add expandable storage to the new, I don't know about PlayStation, but I know with the new Xbox consoles are doing it. If you want to add a terabyte, like a memory card, essentially is what it looks like. It's 220 bucks. I'm like, where are you getting these prices from? This is ridiculous. That's what it will cost for a 250 uh, gig hard drive 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm just like, do you know how many hard drives I could buy for that amount? Yeah. Like it's it's insane. Like I just don't get it. Like the pricing on everything is is all wacky. And then it, it just their decision making is terrible. It, I don't know. It, it makes you wonder of, of what their long game is. I understand it is to make money, but mm-hmm. I just looked it, it up. I get a twelve terabyte hard drive for $199.99 on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but you want to charge me $220 for an extra terabyte. Yeah, fuck you. Why this would I do that? Nothing in three updates of COD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's why they're trying to sell that because they know people will buy it and they know they're going to need it because every game is going to be absolutely massive. That's, um, I mean, it is the ups, upside to the advancement technology. I mean, the, the graphics are, and the sound quality are, mm-hmm. are utterly insane nowadays. You know, going back True. to the no. And the Sega Genesis, I think, was the first 16-bit, which, yeah. you know, my favorite game for that was Altered Beasts. And mm. then, Okay, yeah, but, yeah. But looking at what you have now, it's, it's so photorealistic and, and the sound quality is there. And, you know, what you guys, the streamers, do with, you know, your entire rooms are set up for full sound immersion. And it, it's pretty amazing. But, you know, with that comes the cost of space. <laughs> you think, though, they would they would take that into consideration when making the consoles and have it be a larger base hard drive space. Oh, but obviously they, they purposely don't do that because they want to sell the add on hard drive space. Right. And it's I, like, that's the problem I ran yeah. into with my PlayStation now is, you know, space. My kids want this game and every week it's a new game they want. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, there's no space. Figure out what you want to delete first. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm constantly doing that in our, our living room Xbox. Because the one I have here in the office that I stream with, I have a 10 terabyte hour drive hooked up to it. Uh, so I have no issues. But in our living room, I think it's only a terabyte, um, which is still plenty. But I have a lot of like different little arcade games and stuff installed out there. 
for when we have company over for my girlfriend and I to play, whatever it is. Um, or, and occasionally I put like, like uh, Dark Souls or something, whatever game I'm currently playing. If it's a game like that where I can grind stuff out, I'll install it out there so I can grind it out in like the background while we're doing something maybe. And, but yeah, it's, I don't want to have to have like a bunch of external equipment just to be able to have stuff installed on it. It, it frustrates me that everything is, it's the same thing with Apple, even though I use their products and I like them. It's like, like right before the, the current generation, it's like, all right, you have to buy 10 extra dongles to have your headphones and stuff hooked up. Probably if you don't have the new things, it's like everything uh, is just picking. Like it's just, a lot of the new laptops, the whole thing now is getting as thin as possible. And with that, yeah. you lose, you know, Ethernet ports and USB ports. And, you know, my mm-hmm. wife had a new MacBook and I had to buy a dongle so she could put in a regular USB mouse or, or anything like that because yeah. it just has one or two Thunderbolt uh, USB mm-hmm. ports and that's it. Yeah, it's, like you said, it, it frustrates me that we're in a in a place where it's just like we need to figure out a way to charge for everything. Yep. And everything has to be extra, so we have to push them into spending extra money. Apple's really good at that. <laughs> every every one of them is is does it. Uh, um, Apple, you're absolutely right. I think Apple might do it more than others, but they all they all definitely do it. <laughs> they yeah. took the headphone jack out like that. That's like what? I don't care about that. I use Bluetooth headphones. I really don't care about Still, that. That was a, a non-issue people, for me. A lot of people don't have Bluetooth. Fuck well, it. Go with the times. It's well, like... they, they send you the dongle, though. I mean, the phone yeah. did come with the dongle that would... No, no, that doesn't, that doesn't fit our agenda. Fuck Apple. <laughs> no one likes Apple. Actually, everyone does. I don't know why. I, I, I like them. Apple. I actually really do like my Apple products, honestly. I like the user interface, and it, they've always worked well for me. They're very um, user-intuitive. Yeah, no, I I really do like them. I understand why people don't like them as well. Don't get me wrong. Evil and um, <laughs> Yeah, um, but that's what you get living in the in Earth. <laughs> yeah, modern times. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's just everything is a hassle. You have to spend on every little thing if you want to experience any current technology. The full immersion um, is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why I'm at a standstill with VR. I want to get it, but I don't want to spend all the money to upgrade my PC and then get all of the uh, the headgear and all the VR equipment. I kind of refuse to buy into it until it becomes the VR that was imagined back in the 80s where it was more photorealistic and everything. And the, the VR that comes, or at least it's for the PlayStation 4, was more of like the Max Headroom kind of virtual reality. Okay. Did you like it, the PS4 VR? There was a few games I did try playing the Creed game on it, and it was, hmm. it felt clunky and okay. and not smooth, hmm. and it was hard to you know the, the subtle differences in throwing a punch were really awkward. Interesting. Yeah, there's that's the I don't I didn't I don't have VR. I've played it. I I was looking into getting PlayStation VR recently as a substitute for actual like VR on my PC. Uh, but that's the thing that's bothered me when I've tried it out places, not just PlayStation. I think it was the HTC Vive I tried. There's nothing more frustrating to me with it than when something happens in the game that doesn't match up with what you're actually doing in real life. That's what gives it throws me for the loop. And actually, that's the thing that makes me like kind of sick to my stomach sometimes. Uh, there's I don't remember what the game was, 
But there's one where my character turned when I wasn't turning, and it really made me feel sick. Like Motion movement sickness. that, yeah, like movement that doesn't match up with what you're actually doing is what throws me for a loop. Huh. Um, it doesn't bother me. Like I did the uh, like roller coaster thing, which is the worst thing you can do as an introduction because it doesn't really give you an idea for how VR actually works. But like that doesn't bother me because I'm sitting, I'm stationary, and I understand what's happening. But when I'm used to like moving around and looking around, and then all of a sudden it doesn't match up properly, that's what throws you for a loop because it's like jarring almost. Yeah, I couldn't. We went to to Disney Universal last year, and mm-hmm. I the new trend I've noticed with a lot of the roller coasters they're not fast, and it's mm-hmm. more visual. Like the Harry okay. Potter ride, it was it was a slow moving roller coaster with yeah the the car you went kind of moved and spun and and tilted and whatnot, but. Mm-hmm. Having that big screen with the such definition, I, I I did not do well with my motion sickness in those. Yeah, I, like I said, I like the VR stuff, but stuff like that is what really gets me is when it just doesn't match up. That's what it just, I don't know, It's there's something about it. It's just like, it takes you out of it and it's very sudden and it's like, oh God. Uh, one of the things I played, I accidentally hit a button on the controller and it made my guy crouch. And I like, it felt like my stomach, you know, like if you drop all of a sudden, it's like, you feel like your stomach jumps up. It was like that, but I was standing still. And all of a sudden I was like, Oh God. Oh, don't crouch. Oh geez. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was not fun. Um, but outside of that, I actually really do like a lot of the VR stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's, I won't get it until it's more mainstream. Yeah. My- uh, Cause I want it to, uh, my only experience really with PlayStation 4, and like I said, it wasn't great. My kids loved it. I mean, that Beat Saber game was his favorite, and he got pretty pretty good with that. Nice. Yeah, I did like a uh, Coliseum battle sort of game. I don't know what it was called. That was fun, but again, that was one of the things where occasionally it would kind of like get wonky and not line up. Um, but... Yeah, once it gets more mainstream and it's more polished and refined, I might get into it a bit more. Um, the price might come down a little bit, but you never know. Uh, they might also just keep charging it. Yeah, I mean, the upside is when it gets out and when it's been out for a long enough time, it, you will see the prices drop. Yeah. And I remember when console game consoles initially were, you know, not that they're cheap now, but they were always 20 bucks. more expensive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know if anyone else had anything else to add. That's kind of all I had to, in our lineup. Kyle, do you have anything you wanted to add Something on? funny did happen during this podcast, and thank God okay. my mic was muted. My fucking chair broke. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was leaning on the arm, and the fuckers just came loose, and damn near hit my head off the stand next to me. <laughs> I was really hoping that the top would break off, and now you're just sitting on the, the wheels with the posts sticking up. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have that shoved right in my ass, bud. I had that same thing happen to me in my office a few weeks ago. I was kind of leaning back, and at least you didn't hit your head. I uh, I, I kind of cracked my head on, on the wall behind. Jeez, oh, <clears throat> fun time. Yeah, I'm hoping mine never does that. I got a nice paid a lot for this chair. It better not break. Um, yeah, Mike. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add before we go to the wrap up. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was fun, nice to kind of just sit here and and chill and listen and. Yeah. chat over a little bit yeah appreciate you sharing your stories and stuff it was a lot of fun i liked having you on thank you very much I have to have you guys on um, my show at some point in the future 
That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, before we wrap up here, do you want to tell people all of your stuff? You can pimp your stuff here. Tell people where to go to listen to your podcast. Sure. Uh, show title is Adding Context. Um, we're pretty much available anywhere you find your your podcast: Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Podbean, anywhere. The internet as a whole. Yes. yes. Um, so if you're looking for just uh, engaging conversations with people of all walks of life, and trying to give people some perspective of uh, you know, show that we're all a little more alike than we are different, and mm-hmm. get away from the divisiveness and nonsense. Come listen to our show. We appreciate and share it. I'm not divisive. You're divisive. <laughs> I am what not. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big uh, word. <laughs> that's too big for my little brain. Three syllables and up, man. It just makes me angry. I don't even care if it means something good. What does angry mean? <laughs> I write uh, and make short films with a friend of mine and I think now oh, I have nice. an idea for a character where I just want him to speak totally in <laughs> everything that comes out of mouth is only two syllable words what are you talking about <laughs> why you gotta pick on me like that just you say big things <laughs> Jenny do you love me <laughs> yeah Forrest marry me so we can pay for my AIDS treatment <laughs> Oh, God. One day I just started running. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I know, I'd stubs for legs. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, oh, where's your legs? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what. That seems so sad, but so funny at the same time. It's like, you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. It's like, oh, God. If, if I was Lieutenant Dan, I'd be like, yep. It's like, wow. Yep. Observe, <laughs> oh, what a movie. Oh God! But uh, yeah, thank you again for coming on, man. I really appreciate uh, it. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the opportunity to pop on. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, everyone, go check out digestproductions.live. It's got links to all of our stuff. Uh, twitch.tv slash digestproductions and twitch.tv slash i i f a t e e. That's i i f a t e e. It's fate. That's Kyle stream. You're gonna hit affiliate very soon. You're right there. Huh? Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 1.30 to 6 p.m. 1.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Occasionally Saturdays. Kyle streams as well on times. Sometimes. <laughs> I work Sometimes. 10 hours. You work a lot more. And then I come yeah. home and it's like, hmm, should I stream or shouldn't I? It's usually about... Hey, I'm working all day too. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Your work's a little um, different than mine. It is different. I'm stuck sitting at a desk <laughs> monotonously editing stuff. And I'm um, sitting yeah. in a machine sweating my balls off because our AC is fucking broke and they won't fix it. Yeah. So basically the same thing. Uh, yeah! So thank, you <laughs> uh, thank you, Mike, again for coming on. It's a great time. Uh, this has been episode 40 of the Dead Just Productions podcast. See everybody next time. Have a good one.